Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report Afternoon Edition. Um, it's Thursday the 17th of March and we're joined by comedian extraordinaire Lauren Bonner. Beep, 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 beep. Hi Lauren. Hello. <laughs> what an intro. Yeah, I, look. I think it's just Thursdays. You get the best out of me. You it's know? something I elicit and look listeners, <laughs> I will say for you at home, she is holding in hand a Dare Iced Coffee, which is... <laughs> not sponsored, but could be. It's not, but yeah. I'm going to call it a cry for help. Uh, <laughs> It definitely is. It always is. Um, <laughs> One of those days. <laughs> we'll find out about more cries for help with Lauren after this. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. Lauren Bonner is here. She's a comedian, a writer and a podcaster. So I feel a bit threatened, Alexa. I don't know about you. She's definitely better at this job than oh we my are. God. I was trying to flex when she came in. Like, this is a microphone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen these babies before. <laughs> it's not I've... my first rodeo. Yeah. Oh, my God. So what's your podcast all about? Um, my podcast is called Big Natural Talents. It's with another comedian, Conchetta Caristo. I, I love Conchetta. Yeah. I say the name so often that I forget that it's silly yeah. and makes people think of tits. Um, <laughs> but that's kind of what I am as well in the comedy world. <laughs> silly makes people think, think of, of tits. tits. Mm, yeah, I wish I had that power. It's yeah, not, yeah. It's I not. wish I had tits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people think, God, she'd be so successful if she had tits. <laughs> She'd be camera ready. Um, Good thing we're on a podcast, yeah, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I always thought when you got famous, the first thing they hand out for free is dental. Mm. Like, I've been waiting for somebody to be like, oh, you're famous, Invisalign. I'd just die. Just That'd be amazing. Anything, even wardrobe. I'd love just wardrobe, Someone any guidance. To just decide what you wear. God. They've you- analysed your measurements and they go, this will look good on you. Here you go. Here's the thing. Yeah. Wear it. Bring it back. Mm. I wonder what an iron shirt is. Yeah. Like. Instead, you bring clothes. If you do any kind of TV, they're like, bring three options and you bring stuff and then like, well, you can't wear any blue because the background's blue and I'm like no one told me yeah and everything I own is old anyway this isn't really the point (laughs) um I'm very happy to be here thank you for having me (laughs) so you also aside from being a podcast queen with Conchetta on big natural talents you're also doing a show called Elephant um and it says here on my notes that Elephant is a show about chaos volcanoes ghosts and trying to be okay with giving up control Ah, where did the title come from? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. And like, God, because I've done a few interviews now, like pre-Melbourne, you do some interviews and they're like, tell us about the show. And it's like, I'm I'm like, I think I'm bad at articulating myself. And then I was like, I think it's my job to articulate myself. (laughs) Um, But no, the elephant, the elephant comes from like a few things in the show. So I think like. What really kicked off me working on the show was I was thinking about how I'm such like a an avoidant kind of person. I think like a lot of comics are like when anything kind of earnest or vulnerable is yes. happening, you kind of just go like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> this was all a joke. Ooh. So yeah. Um, yeah, kind of kicking off around that and and how I felt when um, my grandmother was dying. Yeah. Um, but it's really funny, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a real elephant and there's also it's kind of like the elephant in the room. Beautiful. Vibe. Oh, yeah. it's a metaphor. Oh, we love very creative. Oh my god, it's brilliant! I love when that happens. Like when you name a show and then it 
like, did you write, did you actually write the title before? I've been asking every comedian this lately because for me, it's just been a mess of like, I named the show and then kind of wrote the show. Yeah. Did you name the show, then write the show? Or were you like one of the lucky ones who wrote the show and then got to name it something that actually had something to do with the show? I am a lucky one. <gasps> um, I didn't Tell like- me your secret. No, I mean, I was, cause during like the big long lockdown in Sydney, I was just doing lots and lots of like writing of things, but not really yeah. stand up comedy because you can't yeah. make like write jokes when you're just in your home alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was just doing lots and lots of writing, like all about like that, like stuff and this and that. And like the, the elephant is also like a reference to, um, do you know the cartoon um, Baba? Baba? Oh my Baba? God, I loved Baba. Yeah. And every time I said, I say, I used to say Baba, but then yeah. everyone was like, I'm mean, it's pronounced Baba. Yeah. And then now when I say Baba, people are like, I'm um, it's Baba. Baba. <laughs> so I have no idea. Baba. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great show though. But that comes up a little bit in the show as well. You've done some trial shows as well for this show. And You've apparently received some interesting emails. Oh my God. Okay. So, and I also like, I was, cause this is such a funny email, but I was also like, oh no, I hope it's not like making the show sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> so it bear in mind, I was doing some trial shows, but we did them. So my management also manages um, like Danielle Walker. Yeah. And I think, oh wow. I think also that night was Aaron Chen or something. Like there was a few shows. God, oh, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> just hitting my water bottle. Um, there was like a few shows in a row. We did all like back to back and like audiences would just come and watch them. It was just wow. like above a pub. Like there was like 10 people there. Brilliant. Just to run the show. Yeah. And this like strange old man came and he didn't just watch my show. He watched a few of the shows. Oh no. And I was talking to him after my show though. And he was really friendly and complimentary. He was like, oh, like, you know, when you did this bit, I think you could take it a bit further. It was really interesting. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. Like this strange man. People pleasing, like this weird yeah. old man. that's like, hello. And I'm like, hi, thank you so much. Do you find, I've been talking about this before, but like, do you find that you have like a voice that goes about five tones higher than your actual voice when you finish yeah. people? Yeah, when I finish shows, I'm always like, oh my God, hi, how are you? Thank you so much for coming. And then I finished that sentence and I'm like, I don't fucking yeah, sound like yeah. that. Oh, I hate it. Well, so you were talking to this guy. I was, and he was like, and he said like, oh, you know, I really enjoyed it. Like, do you have a manager or something? Um, and I said, oh yeah, like they they put on these shows actually, so they manage, you know, Danielle, who yeah. you're gonna watch next. And and he was like, oh, can I get their their email address? You know, I'd love to tell them how much I enjoyed the show. And I was like, oh, I'm okay. Well, if you just go to the website, just came the website junkyard.com, whatever, and then. And then I, he was like, oh, thank you so much. And then I even like, I saw him, like he was ordering food and he was like, oh, what did you get Lauren? Like he was very like personable. And so then he sends this email and I, should I just read it out word to word? But I know where this is Absolutely. a short part. So he says, g'day junkyard. And then in brackets, introduction, key music. I'm a seasoned performer who decided to get into stand up when I saw how unfunny so much of oh. it was. <laughs> what the fuck? That was pre COVID and obso, so observational was all the raged. I thought it. I, I thought I could be funnier, and with the open mic sets I did, I was. And then he's attached like a photo of himself at an open mic, and then he said, "Post COVID, well, we hope stand up is even unfunnier. Apparently, you just tell your life story with none of the techniques that have always made people laugh. Part oh. of the problem is the rejection of one-liners." And then he has an example: if you lose a homing pigeon, you haven't. You've just lost a pigeon. <laughs> Is that really fun? Is that a really funny one-liner? What the fuck? <laughs> That's and so, anyways, as US comics are bringing them back, I notice I sprinkle them in just as insurance. But my new character, Pablo Alonso, <laughs> looks at life from an extreme Mexican viewpoint. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm so sick of these like non-extreme Mexican viewpoints. You yeah, know, just the know. mundane Mexican viewpoint that everyone else does. Boring. Yeah. Take it to the next level. And I know you're wondering like, oh, is this um, a bit problematic? But it's fine because he says, being married to one helps me with the accent. <laughs> Fucking um, hell. And yeah, and so he says, like, I'm much funnier than your present lineup, and that's no joke. I've spoken at conferences. I know how to make audiences <laughs> react. Reach me on this email or a phone number. Then he signs off with his name, a.k.a. Pablo Alonso. What's comedy if not a very small conference? <laughs> you know, yeah, like. it really is. Oh, my it's God. It's such a weird, like, almost betrayal. Like, well, he didn't even have to come up to you and be like, I love it. I know. <laughs> and it's like he had their email just because, like, it was arranged because, like, he was, like, on the email list of the the agency. Like, he could have found them anyway. I thought it was the Fuck. funniest neg of my life. God damn. That's but it so wasn't extreme. just about my show and it's really funny guys and it's not just my life story <laughs> um there's loads of jokes and i do jokes all the time at comedy clubs just trust me yeah. are there any accents though yeah no vaguely mm. racist content no. No. Racist, oh. and all my mexican viewpoints are very mild <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god that's horrendous ah. what's come of this man have they responded to him are you have you got some competition i don't think they did you, you mean they didn't sign him on the spot yeah or well <laughs> i assume they signed him and he's kind of catapulted to stardom i don't know <laughs> if they replied but maybe i mean knowing my manager he'd probably love he just loves this kind of silly stuff <sighs> he'd probably love to God. annoy this man <laughs> i am curious to see his set like yeah. i w- Maybe, maybe like a few. Just keep an eye out for Pablo. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. He'll turn Pablo. up on all of the comedy sets. And I was like, should I say his name? Is his character name? But I don't think it's really an established character. No, I, fuck it, say it. He's yeah. the kind who emailed. Yeah, I feel like. But guys, don't like hear his name and go see his show. It's like, don't support him, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't come up if you Google him. It's yeah, all right, that's fine. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. You were saying before that your show Elephant sort of dabbles in. I, I know you're saying, it's funny, it's funny, come see it. But it also dabbles in, you know, um, topics of like grief and losing a loved one. But uh, we've got a question for you here that says, do we receive, quote, signs from dead loved ones? Yeah. Oh, is that John Edwards? Yeah. Very cool. Because yeah. what do you think? Because this is something my mum has always done and my nan always did. It's like, but like, I feel like it's such a mum thing to just take it a bit too far. Like at the slightest thing, like my mum will be like, oh, nana's here. Aww. There's just like you know people who are like I saw a bird, yeah, a bird Dari, and I knew it was my dad, <laughs> yes. his spirit, like yeah, it has to have been him. Yeah, and I'm always kind of skeptical, but then it's always like kind of wistful, like you want it to be real. Mm. Do you have you ever seen a sign? Are you paranormal people? I'm I'm not at all really paranormal, but I don't know whether that's out of wanting to seem cool. Or wanting to like not believe in anything. Because like it's funny, I, I go through these phases of like, I don't believe in anything religiously anyway. So like I've started yeah. off strong. But then it's like, yeah, when a, I think for me when a certain song comes on the radio and Aww. you're like, 
oh, like that was my Yada Yada's favourite song. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of do go, oh, it's a bit nice. But I don't think I ever really think like, oh, there's a bird with one leg. Yeah. Reminds me of you Granddad. You don't think like, the radio is like possessed by their no, ghost sending yeah. you a message by playing the song. And I get really jealous of people who do think that. Because mm. I'm like, fuck, your brain must you, be lovely. You like, be nice. You don't need to feel that jealous. I had an experience. Um, I think I was like overseas and this man comes up to me and starts saying all these very vague things about my dead granddad. Um, and I was just like, holy shit, how does this guy know? This is amazing. And it keeps going. And then before you know it, I've paid him like <laughs> hundreds of pesos <laughs> to do a reading and do all this stuff. So, I mean, it's it's very easy to get exploited when <laughs> when you're yeah. into that kind of stuff. I just, I just don't believe in psychics or um, mediums very much at all. Now I Lauren's going to tell us all about why yeah. it's real. Uh, yeah. But what about, yeah, what about you? Like, no. I don't know. And like, again, like I'm not a religious person either as well. And I'm, I'm a big, like, I don't know. And I always think like, oh, I don't know if I really believe in ghosts. But then whenever like anyone tells me any kind of ghost story, I'm like, I believe you. Yeah. Like, yeah. just straight yeah. up the bat. Or even just like heaps of, I don't know. I think I like stuff. I think like psychics and, and tarot cards and stuff, like if nothing else, they kind of provide you a way of, thinking about things like yep. horoscopes. Yeah, yeah. I it's agree. like this month will be difficult for you and you need to work hard and it's like, "Hey, maybe I do need to work hard." <laughs> yeah. You know? it, yeah, it's kind of uh, self-prophesizing. I, mean, I think exactly. it makes sense. I try to rationalize it as like a a old school form of psychiatry, like mm. just giving you different vocabulary, different ways to look at a certain certain yeah. thing that's happening. Well, yeah, and you also kind of I don't know, I think like I'm not someone again who's religious and my brother is. My brother is actually an Anglican minister. Um, and wow. so like thinking about grief and stuff, like wow. I compare us a little bit in the show as well, where he had such a big point of reference, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Like a guide. Yeah. Whereas if you don't, then you don't. And you're just like, is that bird Nana? Like, yeah. <laughs> but it, wait, in that position, is he just like, well, I'm going to see Nana anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, that sounds amazing. I mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, oh, like, and I, whenever I talk to my brother, which we are close and like, of course we have lots of things that we don't have in common, but yeah. you know, he's a good guy. Um, like whenever we talk about, I'm like, obviously like I know you and all your friends are happier than me and mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can tell. Like. I mean, it sounds, it sounds kind of like a bad breakup. Cause like usually, you know, when it happens, you want it to be over and done with. If you're constantly entertaining the idea that like, oh, you know, maybe, Maybe we'll see each other again. Like it, it, it's going to drive you crazy over yeah. Yeah. the rest of your life. Maybe it's better just to be like, that's it. That's yeah, it. I think it's it's really funny though how humor plays into grief and loss in that way. Like if you don't believe in a higher power or whatever, and you go to a funeral of someone you really loved, but they did believe in that, mm. the funeral is a fucking comedy goldmine. <laughs> because like, okay, I lost a friend when I was um about twenty. And he was about 20. It was really Sounds sad. like a was, comedy goal. It, <laughs> it was horrible. It was really sad. Um, and it was like a Catholic service. Yeah, and hectic. like the guy, as far as I knew, wasn't like super Catholic. But then again, you never really know who's super Catholic yeah. until later on, I suppose. But so it was a Catholic service, but his family had an amazing sense of humor. They st they're still alive. I shouldn't say had. They have an amazing <laughs> sense Not of humor. Not funny anymore. Incredible sense of humor. And so you see like what's just, it's just the imagery. Like you go into this beautiful, beautiful church and it's packed to the rafters, just full of people, really, really sad. Obviously there's a casket. It's, it's like horrible. And then the priest, because obviously it's a Catholic service, comes out in like that you know, that beautiful embroidered, oh. like mm. sort of, Glow I don't really know what the name of it is, but like that the scarf robe. that goes over mm. the robe and like it's His very solemn. Oh. Yeah. And it's like super solemn. And they do all these sort of 
like traditional rituals of you know what you do through a funeral service and so this priest is like we're now going to bless the casket and you go oh fuck like for me I'm like when I'm dead plant me in the ground and just throw a piss up like I don't want to do you don't want to hedge your bets I don't I don't want a priest <laughs> being like bless the casket so I'm sitting As here going oh god like this just makes things so much sadder the family prepared for this. I had had a conversation with his sister earlier in the week being like, oh my God, the music choices. And she's like, I'm on it. And I was like, Uh-oh. okay. So this priest starts blessing this casket and teenagers by My Chemical Romance starts playing. Oh. Now I've never been what? in more of a com- confusing comedy space because it's literally the saddest thing to attend. And then there's this priest just like, they're gonna clean up the looks with all the lies in the book. That's and you're so like, funny. this is so confusing. And then his sister just sort of turned to me from the front row and was just like, ah. Like, she she was smiling. Really, yeah, she just kind of went like, these are the songs that he really loved. Oh, and it's okay. like, it's that's when you know that's like, it's a good, se- but it, yeah, yeah, confusing space to be in because there's all this tradition involved and then you can kind of tweak it with humour. It's like yeah, pretty rough. Anyway, that's my story about my dead friend. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon it's always easy to get a laugh at a funeral. I think <laughs> um, because it's like something, it's like either like the juxtaposition of like the immense grief yeah. and like levity. Yes. Or it's like um, uh, my thing as well of like, if things are real, it's like the harder something is to deal with, the more desperate you are to distract yourself from it. And so yes. like you want, you really want to laugh even yeah. though you're upset. That's why like, I feel like our eulogies always get a laugh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great yes. audience. Great room. Yeah. <laughs> Great set. Great room. Yeah, yeah, I do one and I'm like, God, I'd love to do this on like, we could set this up for a Saturday night or something. Feel this just, confident. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, the thing is you'd have to start killing people. Yeah, you, you know? would. You have got to, to kill to kill. There is a movie in that, like a desperate stand up comedian starts murdering people in order to give killer eulogies mm. but like literally yeah they it. love it it's called killer eulogy we're gonna write this done we're gonna Thank write you. it now chaser is gonna commission it no <laughs> we'll fund it you write yeah. it and we'll cast you in it Wait, so what kind of signs have you received from loved ones well there's one in the show that i don't want to give away uh, oh. um but some that like my mom and my grandma always used to do is um which i mean i've been doing a joke about it for years um but I'm also doing it in the show. But like my grandma and my mum, we always used to go shopping together, like Westfields oh, and yeah. stuff. And like they'd always like be like, "Oh, come on, Nana!" Like my grandma's mum, like get us a spot like in the car park. Yeah. Mm. And like where I thought they were like being a bit much with that is I'm like I don't want like Nana to be in the car park. <laughs> like I'm like do you like there's like cultures that are like worship like people talk to their ancestors and things like that, but they're like oh, right. we want Nana in B two of Westfield. <laughs> She, we want her down here on the ground, moving cars. Like she's a valet now. That's like, amazing. Oh, brilliant. So yeah. now when you get a free spot, is it just like a, it's a but sign? I don't know. And then I can't help myself sometimes. Like if I get a really good parking spot, which I often do, wow. I will just be like, yeah, I'm blessed. Like that's God. <laughs> You'd feel guilty though, right? Yeah. You're like, fuck, that means she was here the whole time. <laughs> like chill out, Nana. Don't, you don't need to move the cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do me a solid. Oh my god, <laughs> that's really nice, though. I want to believe in more stuff like that. Well, it's that. nice. It is. It is nice because then it's also like, well, if it's real, then like that's awesome because everything is has meaning and like yeah. things aren't meaningless. Or if it's not real and you are just like kind of thinking it and making it up, then like that's kind of just as it's good. Just yeah, it gives you the same dopamine yes. level. Yeah, who cares just at that point? Lie to yourself. Do like CBT on yourself Absolutely. to believe in ghosts. Absolutely. <laughs> CBT yes. to believe in goes paranormal CBT. Yeah. Beautiful. 
Therapist, get on it. I'm telling myself a story that ghosts aren't real. Yeah, do a bit of that. <laughs> um, well, Lauren, it's been really, it's been kind of spooky. Mm. I feel like I'm getting a sign in the studio right now to say it's been really awesome having you here on the podcast. <laughs> getting a sign to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> signs from our dead producer outside. <laughs> oh, he's about to be dead when he sees how um, I've edited this. But um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. So if you if you don't know Lauren, she's on the podcast Big Natural Talents with Conchetta Caristo. And she's also doing her show Elephant at the Melbourne Comedy Festival from the 31st of March to the 24th of April. Brisbane Comedy Festival? Wow. Yeah. Brisbane Comedy Festival from the 3rd to the 8th of May and Sydney Comedy Festival on the 19th and the 20th of May. Yes. So you can catch all of that. Do you want to plug your socials or anything? Um, Yeah, you can get tickets and details and just see what I'm up to at Lauren Y. Bonner on Instagram or Twitter. Beautiful. Thank oh, you I've so got, much. I've oh, got, got one quick final question. Oh, oh God. Um, this is a bit serendipitous. Maybe it's a sign. But oh. um, during our last uh, interview on this podcast... <laughs> I, I, Not this. Yeah, for some reason, we brought up um, this group of girls that travels around the world with Pitbull. Oh, yeah, with yeah. Emma. Yeah, yeah, we did with Emma Holland. And then I was talking to you to research this thing and you shared that exact photo. Yeah, because um, it's amazing. What it's are just they, brilliant. The most, the most bad ones is their name. What what drew you to the most bad ones? Oh, I don't know. I just think Mr. Worldwide has always been a figure of my fascination. I don't really know or care for his music. But you know what I actually read once about Mr. Worldwide? Go off. Is that he is loyally married, a family what? man, and a great philanthropist. Oh Thank my God. So what are the big ones? Yeah. So he's actually a really great guy. And so I think specifically in education, he's like paid for people's degrees. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Worldwide is also Mr. Nice. See, I thought he was a super sad dude. I'm like, if you're traveling around the world with the most bad ones, like nah. you're not connecting to anyone. I like, think it's all the facade. And I think he like oh. loves his wife. Maybe the most bad ones are the students he's paid for college for. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. They might be lawyers. Don't yeah. judge yes, them. True, yeah. True. I know. I want to No, I've said this before. I want to be in the most bad ones. I reckon oh, I'd be yeah. set up for life in that group. Mm. Well, we got to get, that channel nine tit job yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah let's angle for that i'm gonna do that oh good shit well that's what i wanted to know <laughs> this episode brought to you by mr worldwide <laughs> and the real bad the real the, the most, most bad, bad ones yeah God. please Thank don't you. accept their name very disrespectful <laughs> thank you so much lauren it's thank been a you. pleasure having you here oh. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.